Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Contingency Plan Podcast. My name is Jedi Master David, and with me, as always, is Darth Austin. Hello, everyone. Well, man, uh, we are actually back and back to doing uh, a TV show, the the old television programming. <laughs> That's right. Back to the week to week. Easy. I hate to say easy, but it is easy compared to going through a book. <laughs> well, kind of week to week. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, kind of. It will be week to week, eventually. Yeah, eventually. So, we are here. We are gathered here today to go through... To complain through, about Star Wars. <laughs> to go through the phenomenon that is Andor. Yeah. Which oh everyone boy. already hates. <laughs> you, you know what? Not really. Reviews have been pretty, uh, at least you know, site wide site reviews have been uh, pretty, uh, pretty good so far. That's good. I, uh, I don't even know why I did it, but I randomly pulled up like a YouTube review of it this morning, oh. and I only went through one, so this is obviously very <laughs> uh, small crowd of reviews. But the guy basically is like. Oh, the first line of dialogue is terrible. This show sucks. They didn't put any effort in it. It's like a 30-second long shot of them in the rain before anything happens. Like, mm. so what's the problem? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, the first lines of dialogue is just a bouncer. Like, it's not supposed to be profound dialogue. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, this this has to tide us over, dude, because Bad Batch that we have constantly been misreporting, apparently, uh, might have a new release date. Another new release date? <laughs> it's very possible that it will be released January 4th of 2023. <coughs> well, you know what? That would be perfect. Honestly, I am okay with that, especially with the other new release, uh, the announcement around the same time frame. I kind of wonder mm-hmm. if they pushed one back because of that. You know, they kind of realized how crowded things are for the holiday season. Yeah. So, and, and again, I, I guess that was maybe D23 that, that we had established this date, but we were originally looking for this September 28th. So, like, next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and that is obviously not going to happen because we were talking about having to double up. Um, but you know, from what I've read, the season was given the January 4th release at D 23 mm. and it'll have uh, 16 episodes and possibly a two episode premiere. I can so, live with the two episode premiere. I don't like it. I think it's dumb. I can live with it. I didn't say I like it. I said, look, I can live here's what, here's what you do. Okay, and this is this is the old school way. You make an hour long season premiere and then you you make normal episodes like this. This is how it happened. But that's only really relevant for the first season of a show because you're trying to sell it. You want that pilot to hook people. We don't need that. Okay, but (laughs) let's let's go back. I was just about to bring up pilots. Remember when pilots used to be like almost a month in advance of the show actually coming out or a couple uh, weeks. True. <laughs> yeah. Very true. You have the exact opposite of what we have now where it's like, okay, little tiny tidbit. And now you wait. <laughs> well, and, and now you know, that's th- what the trailer is. You get like a six yes. or seven minute trailer, which is essentially a pilot. 
Yeah, exactly. And I mean, you know, the the thing now is is that we're getting more commissions of seasons of TV shows. Mm-hmm. And pilots are a bit less relevant to television. Because the thing is, is like a lot of pilots are shot, but they're dead. They're dead before they ever reach a wide audience. Mm-hmm. And to be completely honest, that's probably better because then your TV is not cluttered up by a bunch of, you know, crappy pilots of TV shows. But it also doesn't necessarily show you what the wider audience might be interested in. Right. Um, but in well, this case, like an I, entity like Disney, they don't really need to worry about pilot to release a show. They're just willing to throw uh, the money at it, you know? Yeah. I mean, uh, that seems to be right now. Disney is still skirting that. Um, you know, I, I think that I do think they need to be a little careful uh, at times. You know, I know Buzz Lightyear wasn't. Was yeah, but Buzz is Disney, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like, you know, dirt. But sometimes your brain just goes, uh, just goes like mush. Um, let's see what the box office was on that, because I, I seem to remember that not initially getting very much. So right now, the box office on Lightyear two hundred twenty six point four million dollars and apparently they're talking about like 200 million just to produce the film and that may or may not include advertising so technically that's a flop yeah you know that's i i know obviously there's a huge time gap between it but i've been kind of just going over a lot of old movies and the production hell they went through and whatnot it's always kind of interesting to see and Which is a bit weird for a flippin' uh, uh, animated. Yeah, you know? but like two hundred million for that. Do you know, off the top of your head, how much Lord of the Rings cost for the entire trilogy? <laughs> for just how expansive that was, that was only three hundred million. To to make for all three and the all the years of pre production involved. Oh wow. And okay. we have Buzz Lightyear almost hitting that for one movie. Mm. <laughs> that's that's insane, especially with it being animated. You would think that'd be a little cheaper. Obviously, animation technology is always evolving and getting more expensive, but <laughs> that's crazy. Well, movies are costing a lot more to make. Now, whether that's yeah. valid or not, I'm not sure. I don't necessarily know... Um, because like, for example, uh, and now for the Amazon prime Lord of the Rings update, <laughs> Lord of the Rings, the rings of not Lord of the Rings, the rings of power that have no rings in it yet. Um, so like that, I still say is visually stunning, stunning, stunning. in line uh, with Peter Jackson. Absolutely. Not as practical, no, but it, it's good. It, it, it overall, it looks really, really good. But we're talking about just ridiculous amounts of money on a on a TV. Well, uh, and in quotations, TV miniseries. 
I mean, that's what Hallmark did all Which is technically years, an know? adaptation because it's definitely not super <laughs> accurate to the lore. Have you, like, no. just watched contradiction videos of all the mistakes they make about their own lore? No. I, and it's I'm, pretty I'm, bad. <laughs> yeah, I already know. I mean, I, I've had to look up a few things here and there. Like, oh, this character. Oh, nope, they were made up. Oh, what about this character? Oh, or nope, they wouldn't they have been alive up. in that era <laughs> or that time. Yeah, yeah. I haven't watched today's episode. Or wait. I'm still behind Excuse me. <laughs> it's Thursday. Yeah, it doesn't drop yet. until tomorrow. So, yeah, I've <laughs> yeah. watched. I, I, I am current. I think, on, what, it's on episode four? Yeah, and tomorrow will be five. So, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm like halfway through episode four. Almost okay. caught up with that and House of Dragon. Actually, I think I'm caught up on House of Dragon. Yeah, I, I still haven't entered <laughs> House of Dragons yet. Eventually, eventually will. But, you know, just to think about how much, you know, Amazon floated out for a TV show, which I wonder what the ratings are on that right now. Ooh, bad. <laughs> I don't know. It's more just uh, people's opinions. I haven't looked at ratings personally. You know what they should have called it? exactly what i mistyped this lord of the rings of rings of power <laughs> lord just of the put rings it, of power <laughs> yeah lord of the rings of power funny. that would have been good just you know so uh yeah well, there's a lot of rumors of like amazon bombing bad reviews and like taking down reviews of, and stuff well, of course they are <laughs> Uh, I mean, Rotten Tomatoes is, I, I feel more and more not a relevant site. I mean, we've kind of said this for a while. No offense to yeah. him. I just don't think they're relevant. 85 uh, for the critic, 39 for the audience score. Um, IMDb has it at a 6.9, so a little bit. I actually think IMDb might be a better. You can yeah. still get flamey there, but it's it's actually not bad. And then whatever Google is telling me here, like Google just has a thing. I don't know if this is like a combo of a lot of different or if this is just strictly Google ratings. Is it the Amazon reviews? No, it's just like if you just front page a Google, you know, type it in. It, mm. So it's giving it a 3.2 out of uh, just under 17,000 ratings. Um, That's got to be influenced by, influenced by Rotten Tomatoes then. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's it's definitely possible, but oh, holy crap! So there are one hundred seventy-five thousand votes on IMDb right. or this, ratings. It's it's, it's huge. One hundred and seventy-five for a long time. Yeah, one hundred seventy-five thousand, and we're not even done with the season. Yeah, that many ratings. That's pretty crazy. It's a, it's a huge show. <laughs> it's definitely huge. Yeah, but anyway, um, and that's uh, and that's probably why we're being so overly critical because I've even with Game of Thrones I've suffered a lot of you know book to screen changes, <laughs> and House of Dragon yeah. is pretty bad about it, especially with the timeline of Succession with dealing oh. with Viserys and uh, uh, his grandfather. I'm drawing blank on his name. Sorry, but uh, yeah, the timeline's a little screwy on house of dragon and timelines are not something that you should have difficulty with no well it's just a okay timeline. so te- not to get into a like weird conversations but don't, i think maybe <laughs> i think one of the things they're struggling with is the fact that in the book um i always get her name wrong i always pronounce it wrong <laughs> 
the realm's delight. You know, our main character of House of Dragon. Uh, she still is haven't super- watched it, so I don't know. <laughs> oh, you didn't read the book for that? I thought you read that book. Which one? Song of a. Uh, uh, it's not song. It's a uh, fire and blood going uh, over the civil war. I have the book. I think I read some of it, but I don't think that I fully went through that now. Okay. So our main character in it, who's basically set up to be the queen and it starts the civil war. Um, she's super young in the books and there's a lot of sexual content. Yeah. And I think that the main reason they're struggling with the timeline is they don't want to go away from that because it's HBO, but they obviously can't have a super young-looking girl for that. So I think that's kind of screwed up their ability to do timeline properly. <laughs> uh, but the problem is it really ties into a few really important events events in the uh, in the book, and it just kind of screws some things up. Sure. <clears throat> well, I mean, they have to be as PC as right. anything though to be fair well and i mean i'd agree with that <laughs> yeah they literally couldn't legally do it so <laughs> uh, no kidding <laughs> <laughs> it was already weird enough watching like Arya grow up in game of thrones and then getting to see season eight. Oh god <laughs> so yeah that was that was weird that was the only one where i was like uh whoa let's yeah. uh didn't need this <laughs> it's like let's calm it down here okay yeah. like uh let's not do that yeah. Um. Yeah. Season eight. Well, season eight. Whew, what a, what a, a thing. train wreck. <laughs> what a thing to have happened. Um. I'm okay. doing a rewatch of Game of Thrones, so I'm really not looking forward to doing that again. You know, to be honest, <laughs> I should. I wouldn't mind doing that. Maybe we'll start that Game of Thrones podcast, and we can just start from the beginning. Screw that! I want to do the books. <laughs> I want to well, go then, through the source material. <laughs> well, then we'll talk about that later, and then we'll do the Amazon Prime. Rings of Power minute on the now untitled Game of Thrones podcast that we haven't started yet. And then we'll talk about the Game of Thrones podcast yet to be named on this podcast to promote it to our five fans that reliably watch or listen to our content. Yes, and in the opening, we'll review an episode of Deep Space Nine, which I still (laughs) haven't started. (laughs) No, I can just see rings of power. It's like, and on this week of this contradicts the Silmarillion in every way possible. <laughs> Does Peter Jackson hate Amazon Prime? <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Okay. All right. So that's it for the Amazon Prime minute. But yeah, it, it, it really the big point that we were kind of trying to make there is. You know, it, it does cost a lot to make a movie, but it doesn't seem like it needs to cost quite as much as they're doing. That's just mm-hmm. me. But at any rate, there it is, and and there there it shall stay. So, let's go well, ahead. That and has move. to do with going into like, not to keep this no, you're good. dragging along, but like a practical versus CGI and everything. I mean, what ends up costing more now with the technology being so proven and yeah. You know, it's not new anymore, but you still have to pay someone to do stuff that's... I mean, like in Lord of the Rings, again, going through a lot of production stuff, they paid two people to do nothing but make the chainmail armor for, like, yeah. two years of pre-production. Right. I mean, <laughs> that, the thing is... That gets like expensive. E- <laughs> correct. But even that stuff, they, th- there, there is editing 
and smoothing and all of that mm-hmm. that goes on. Like it's not like, you know, it didn't happen then. It's just a lot of things were, as you said, done far more in a far more practical light. Right. That much is, is obviously true, but, but at any rate, yeah, that's, 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 that's that. So let's go ahead and move on to the second longest segment that we normally have on the <laughs> podcast. Uh, oh, was your week? It'll be quick. Not great. I'm sick, and I hit something with my car. <laughs> Dude. Uh, Which car? Your car. Dang it. The poor Blaming little Honda. Blaming you for it, just like everything else. <sighs> no, it's not total or anything. It was, uh, there's like, it looked like a tote in the road, just like a plastic <laughs> container. It was dark. I was on my way to work. There was traffic coming, and it was like at the crest of a hill. I had no time to really react without yeah. causing a wreck so crumpled the passenger side of my bumper pretty good just gonna what? have to buy a new one no come on man yeah. didn't have yeah. to modify it to drive it so it's it's not a big deal it's only like 110 bucks for a civic bumper it's not a big deal yeah that's true i mean there's so many of them out there you can normally get the parts either second hand or uh you know just like from a junker or uh even like OEM. Well, that's like brand stuff. new price. So yeah, I'm sure yeah, I could get it super so. cheap at a junkyard. The real question is, do I buy a brand new bumper and just leave it primed and don't spend the money to paint it? Hey, I did that. I probably on, will. <laughs> I did that on my first Honda. Uh, had had it, you know, sort of crumpled, and I just put a new, you know, primer black Prime one. black bumper. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's an fresh. accent. Because I'm doing blackout eventually. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. I didn't actually want that, but I was just like, "How does one just paint like one of these? It's like, you, it's not like painting a wall. It's different." Right. And I'm not paying someone to do that. No, <laughs> that's not happening. So I go, I'm gonna go get. I'm gonna go get some paint, and spray some, paint, some uh, clear coat, oil. clear coat in a can. It'll be just fine. Oh boy. You know, the best part is if I do actually take the time to paint it, it's going to make the rest of the car look so bad because it's like <laughs> 20-year-old paint and it's starting to fade and peel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, that's absolutely going to happen. That's why color match is a thing for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, goodness. Okay. So you're sick. You totaled your car. That's about it. Your favorite <laughs> shoes wore out. Your dog got hit by another bus. I don't know. The dog would have had a better week than me still, even <laughs> if she had gotten hit. <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm doing fine. Other than that, it's, it's a very mild cold. It's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, that I mean, that mild cold's been going around. We both we both had it as well. And it, if honestly, I have, if I have enough cough drops, I can't even tell them sick. Honestly, it's yeah, not that yeah, big yeah. of a deal. Ricola. If you're yep. if you're if you're yeah, because like if you're taking a bunch of hauls, eventually that stuff will make gets you, annoying. It'll give you the squirts. Mm-hmm. You'll start you'll start needing Pepto Bismol after that. <laughs> now I, I started taking the Ricola because literally that happened one day, and you know I just I had the flu or whatever, sucking down hauls cough drops all day. You know you get the you get the blue ones, whatever the heck the blue menthol ones were. Mm-hmm. And then I got home and it was like, like oh yeah. dear lord, oh, and it hurt. It hurt my yeah. stomach. It was like, oh, I'm already sick. I don't need this too. So I, I switched it up to Ricola, and those don't do it. And they're and, and they taste better. They taste so much better. 
Oh man, but you gotta remember Get that Gretchen. one guy in the comments I like the lemon halls more It's like you <laughs> don't listen to this anymore, okay? Because we're not friends But always no, remember Literally halls, I will get halfway through it And then just spit it out like I cannot Same. I can't do it <laughs> Same, and you know what? They only work about halfway through too Yeah but uh, but no, I it, brush your teeth. Always remember to brush your teeth because that all that stuff does, or most of it will contain some sort of sugar or sugar base. Just mm-hmm. rot your teeth out. So brush your teeth if you've been eating a bunch of those. Things. Well, you should brush your teeth anyway. I tend the to. Or you know, <laughs> reading rainbow. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, well, I mean that that's certainly a week. Uh, I don't know that my week was. All that much better. Um, still back and forth on this house stuff. Still, you know, ha- kind of one of those deals where it's like my realtor told me, you know, maybe we should price this like low and start a bidding war. And I was like, that sounds stupid. Yeah. First of all, I don't want to waste anybody's time because if it were me, it's like, okay, let's just say, for example, we're, uh, it's technically, let, let's just say Zillow says, hey, it's worth 200 grand. Right. Well, if you put it at one hundred and seventy and you create a bidding war and then you get what you want, it's like, well, first of all, if it were me and I'm seeing one hundred seventy on a house that says it's maybe worth two hundred. I'd be like, What's wrong OK, with it? <laughs> I'll take it. No, no, no. I'd be like, oh, I would look at it and I'd be like, OK, I'll take it for one seventy. But that's not what I want. Well, then why the hell did you why the hell did you put yeah. it for one seventy? Because. That's I'll take it for 170, but um, <clears throat> there have been a couple of houses that have gone probably about 15 grand cheaper than what I have mine listed at. Uh, so yeah, in realistically, close. Rough not, comparison. Not quite in my neighborhood, but close to my neighborhood. Um, so it, it's it's kind of like uh, we'll see. But I, I I've got a showing tomorrow, and then they were doing like an open house, but I was like, you know what? Honestly, I'm just done with it. Cause I don't want to keep paying bills. Still got to pay bills on it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to pay anymore. And I'm still going to profit either way. And I'm going to profit pretty decently because it was a good investment for the time. Um, so just drop it, get it done, get it sold. I want it done. I, I, well, <laughs> I wanted it done yesterday, but like, and it's only been on the market for less than two weeks. So I'm just being impatient, but it's like, I just want it gone. I want it gone before yeah. I go on, go to Disney in October. I just want it gone. I want it, you know, I want it gone. I want the money in my hand. I just want to leave it behind and I don't want to think about it anymore. So right. plus, and if you go top, top dollar for what it's worth, you get those people who expect you to like have a laundry list of stuff you'll fix for them to spend that money. And yep, that, that gets to be a headache. It's just not worth it, and then they can get really unreasonable with that stuff. Yeah, and even when I bought it, you know, you, you have the inspections and everything, and I was like, you know, there were some things that were wrong, but n- nothing big, you know, like the one bedroom uh, or the one bathroom fan didn't work, which I later learned was just a switch. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. even the fan. The fan was fine. It was just the switch had went bad. Um, so easy fix either way. Uh, I don't even remember. I think, like... One of the foundation vent things was busted, um, and there was something else. There was something that that was fixed, and I don't remember what it was. But I was like, I don't care, you know, just get the hell out. <laughs> <But Right. laughs> it doesn't really matter to me one way or the other. I'd rather fix it myself than wait. 
Well, and I wound up waiting anyway, which is why I got the house. But yeah, it's, I, I don't know. It, it doesn't really matter to me, but I, I just want it gone. And, uh, and yeah, so, you know, today I sent the email. I was like, or yesterday, I was like, yeah, I, I think it's just time to, time to drop it. And it's like, oh, well, I told you we should have done it at this. I was like, you better shut your bleeping <laughs> mouth before I take your 6% and ram it straight up your keister, man. So, anyway. You as, work for me. <laughs> well, it's not even just that. It's just like you you stand to make money off of this. So, like, sell it. You know, right. sell the thing so that you can make your, your money. Easiest time in how many decades to sell a house, you know? Well, anyway, so we'll we'll see how that goes. But aside from that, yeah, a couple of yeah, just not not sort of great ish days. Um, <clears throat> are going to see the uh, Ohio State Wisconsin game on Saturday, so that should be nice, kind of kind of fun. Um, uh, yeah, bleh. not much else. <laughs> so I look forward to for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, there we go, Ooh, man. Right. So the second segment that lasts about as long as the first, <laughs> ready to uh, actually do our do our contractually obligated jobs. I do believe so. Get those Disney checks. Got to be very positive. <laughs> so today, folks, we are going to go through episodes one and two. <clears throat> now, there were three episodes that released, but... Uh, I know that there was some timing stuff with yesterday that didn't quite work out. And I was just kind of like, I don't really want to discuss three episodes because we talk enough. Uh, So what we're going to do is do one and two, and then we'll hit three and four next week. And then it will be single episodes past that uh, as we go on down the line. But um, episode one called Casa, 41 minutes. Episode two. Sorry, go go ahead. No, I was getting into the episode, so go ahead. <laughs> okay, so then episode two, that would be me, 37 minutes. And although we're not talking about it today, episode three, Reckoning, is 42 minutes. So, mm-hmm. w- again, we're doing those variable lengths, you know, no, seemingly no continuity here. I just, I, it, it, it boggles my mind a little bit why we can't hold to, like, a standard... 40. Well, standard 40, standard 45, 48, something like that. It, 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 it's weird. It's weird, man. I don't want a bunch of fluff to line it, but, like, you see some shows get down to, like, 34, 35 minutes. I think Kenobi yeah. did that once. It's like, why? Yep. Did Mando. you forget? <laughs> I don't know. But I will say yeah. one thing that we haven't gotten from a lot of shows lately. Pretty cool intro music. I actually enjoyed this quite a bit. I did dig the music. Um, actually had some substance, kind of call back to how much we liked Rogue One's music. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I was thinking that when uh, when the episode aired, when I was watching it, I was like, ah, got some, got some music. Yeah. And that's actually one of the things about the Rings of Power. I actually really like their music. I think yeah. it, it fits really, really well. And, um, you know, more to that that entire universe was created by, uh, effectively through song. Yeah. So music <laughs> so is very it better significant. Be good music. <laughs> <clears throat> exactly. 
But in Star Wars, we have very distinctive music, and I would say really good music, mm-hmm. but the shows have been a little lacking. So it is good to see yeah. some good music here. Um, I mean, other than Mando, we really haven't had good music up until this point. Well, so. I'll tell you, even the Mandalorian theme song had to grow on me a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, It, it had it, to grow on me. I think you had to watch a show to really get the point of the theme song. <laughs> I, I know think Boba, so. Boba Fett and Bad Batch were just garbage. <laughs> Honestly, did Bad Batch even have a theme yeah. song? They did. Yeah, they did. They had a theme. Um, and just kind of wow. overall review of oh. it at once, uh, both episodes had some good music throughout. We had a cool little uh, rock drum theme near the end of episode yep. two that was pretty exciting. So That was interesting. It was an interesting choice. It was good, but I was like... It worked. It wasn't the- Star Wars, but it worked. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what the hell was this? Yeah. Um, so yeah, musically, uh, I'm pretty happy about it. What do you think about the look of the show? Gritty, gritty in a very good way. Um, you definitely get into the seedy underbelly, so uh, that's gonna lend itself to a certain art style. But it kind of reminded me a bit of uh, oh, what was our Star Wars game that got canceled. Uh, 14, 14, 13, 13, something like that. Uh, the, the bounty hunter game, basically. But very, yeah. very similar art style. Uh, I thought it was really good. The only things I thought were kind of weird were, like, the holograms of, like, Cassian <laughs> were really poorly done. Like, they looked nothing mm. like him. Uh, those were kind of odd. But other than that, visually pretty well done. So this world that we start the first episode off in, and honestly throughout it, it kind of makes me think of Corellia. And more specifically, if you you remember the Solo movie when when we're like in the beginning, like we're going down that kind of uh, one road and, you know, you're in this side door into stuff. Mm -hmm. The the whole thing just reminded me for, uh, you know, whatever reason of Corellia, like, semi-industrial kind of um blade runner-esque you know and it really doesn't uh show its volume until we get to the end of episode two where we're kind of like flying into this city we've been watching just at night and we really get a scope of how massive and like ridiculously densely populated it is yeah 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 absolutely um So as we get in here, obviously Diego Luna comes out uh, front and center. I want you to go to episode one. I want you to do it. Like, can you can you do it? Can you just go ahead and do it for me? Okay, there we go. I just want to get cast list <clears throat> per episode. Um, because our, I don't want to be weird about this, but like our, not a waitress, <laughs> <laughs> our, our CD, CD bar, bar girl. I want to say that this must be, uh, I'm kind of looking off of the side. What do you think? Do you think this is? Carolyn Green or Margaret Cl- Clungy? 
I have a general cast list. So let's see if I can find it real quick. Uh, uh, let's see. Oh, well, Carolyn Green's been in a. Oh, she's crew. Oh, she's been, she was a uh, special effects in uh, in Last Jedi. And crew for like Wonder Woman and Justice League. Interesting. Nice. So nice. how about Margaret? Isn't this entertaining? Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, I I I okay. I think it's it's this Margaret. I wonder if that's like Clooney, and like the the U is like like you know Clooney, <laughs> right. Anyway, so she, I, I'm pretty sure because they say like hostess, she kind of had that flat top, you know, kind of like yeah. you're at house party or something like that. Um, she is, yeah, she's, she's, she has some credits here. She actually has quite a bit in the way of credits. Not much that I know, but she's been, she's been active in both film and television. So good, good for her. Good for her. Yeah. Um, decent acting as well. Yeah, and, and you know what? Can we talk about acting? Cuz like I really enjoyed the acting in this show like a lot better than I have in some of the other ones. Yeah, um I can't think of a weak actor in this show to be honest. It's more organic than yeah. most of Star Wars. Like, we'll this could be something other than Star Wars and still work. True. I mean, talk about the two guys who are kind of, like, harassing Andor at the bar. Yeah, when, I mean, very so, generic opening story, you know, something we've seen a million times, but... Looking for, yep, looking for his sister, goes to this brothel. Uh, she was there, no name, all that good sort of stuff. You know, a couple of dudes are hassling at, your ball, at the bar, and they follow him. I gotta say, one... I kind of like the brutality. Like yeah. I'm not, I'm not a sycophant, but I, when it's, you're, when it's you're above and beyond for star Wars, it really well, is. When, I mean, he, he literally yeah. kills someone by breaking their nose <laughs> and then point blank shoots a guy executes to the someone. face. Ex, literally someone, executes a guy. Yeah. Someone who uh, for his, that life. was the thing I was going to say, like with the acting. Yeah. I don't know if he would have screwed him. I think he legitimately probably, I mean, uh, I'm drawing a blank on the name of this uh, this company that they're working for, but mm. they're obviously all very self-centered people. And I could see him just screwing over his buddy to just get out of this alive. So it really lends to the acting. But, yeah, you don't see this in Star Wars. You do not see a point-blank execution like this other than, like, Revenge of the Sith Dooku. <laughs> yep. But the thing is, is, like, in the, in the moment that he is literally... Oh, I'll just say uh, he slipped. He slipped and fell. And, yeah. and you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and it evolves. It evolves from, what did you do? I can't can't get him up to. You killed him to, it was an accident. So fluidly. So well, and fluidly. The, and the thing is, is like, they went from the bullies to, I mean, the bullied. It's like, this is like the classic, you mess with the wrong person. Yeah. And, he's, and it, it's like, you could see that this guy, you know, Again, classic bully. They clearly don't don't like get it, but they're they're just trying to get a rise here. And 
I mean, he he's like he actually genuinely had concern for his friend that's now dead, mm-hmm. and then his concern turns to himself where he's like, "Oh, oh crap. this doesn't stop with him. I'm next." <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm a witness. I could finger this guy, you know. And hey, don't don't clip that. But <laughs> I could tattle on him, and it's and it's there's just obviously there there's some reservations in Cassian to do this. You can see it without any actual dialogue yeah but it kind of does lend it to like one how you know the republic would have loved to have got their hands on this guy as a spy because his scruples are are so low like he will just execute a dude and and just like we saw in rogue one yep he didn't hate that guy but he would have gotten caught he would have been tortured probably he might have given up andor and the rest of them you know, is and it is it better to let the guy be tortured or is it better, you know, tortured and killed or just let him just slowly get executed? You know? you know? I mean, it sucks, but like that that's what war does to people. Like that's that's, that's the, the dark empire, part of war. You know, the empire and unfortunately even infects those fighting against it because they have to be as brutal as them to survive. Yeah. And but it was it was crazy that scene though. And this scene perfectly ties in to the thing that I commented about after watching Rogue One. You carry your prison with you everywhere you go. Yep. We finally get to see the dark past that I wanted so bad. I've been fighting this war since I was six years old. Yep. (laughs) This is what I wanted from the show, and it does not disappoint in the first 15 minutes. Yep. But you know what's even cooler than that? PNL robot. robot. Little robot getting getting peed on by some dog yeah. thing. Yeah. The trash can robot. <laughs> uh, that dog uh, was goofy looking though. I'm not gonna they that are. was pretty stupid. Like yeah, I laughed out are. loud watching that. Yeah, we we've seen a, a couple of them. So we have the voice of uh let me go back here. B two E M O. And this is voiced by a, a Dave Chapman. Which is pretty and cool. Looks like another dude who... Uh, uh, oh, he was a uh, perform BB-8. He did something with BB-8. Performed BB... I don't know what that means exactly. Um, <laughs> but he did something with BB-8 for Force Awakens. And then uh, was a crew member for Rogue One. Oh, he's in Rings of Power. Nice. <laughs> Special effects, Prometheus, crew for Jurassic World. So, uh, yeah, I mean, actor and crew. It's kind of interesting what they're doing here. They're, they're taking a lot of, you know, presumably very um, unknown people, kind of the Star Wars way type of deal, and they're... They're, uh, oh, he was a puppeteer for that Dark Crystal remake. He was in Solo. <laughs> yeah, so he was BB-8 throughout uh, uh, The Voice? What? Uh, so, yeah, he, he was BB, did BB-8 stuff. Uh, Wizards and Aliens, Hacker Time. Did a lot of, a lot of, pretty, a lot of stuff here. Yeah, a lot of Muppets. Yeah, so he's like a puppet dude. Muppet Treasure Island. <laughs> 1996 <laughs> crazy Which is, so, it's cool to see them get someone who's got this kind of repertoire obviously he's 
you know, a master at this craft, which, I mean, the robot's just okay. He's not like anything amazing. He is funny. He is funny. Though. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's, it's fine. You know, obviously Andor kind of has an affinity for droids. You know, we see that with K2SO yeah. later on, but, Especially um, quirky droids, not annoyingly quirky either. Yeah. This one it has a little bit of a will, but it's not crazy. It's like, can I come with you? Uh, no, get, get out of here. You little trash can. Um, but then we kind of shift focus a little bit to him. What does Andor do? Does he go to work? Like they say, oh, we haven't seen you in a while. It's like he doesn't really work, does he? From what I get, he's just kind of uh, like Ray. He just gets parts and sells them right now. <laughs> yeah. I did think that this, because um, we showed it like twice, the, the wall of gloves, like the yeah. worker's wall of gloves. That, that was, was kind of interesting. Like out of all things, why, why would you hang those? Like you can take everything else home with you, but you can't take the gloves with you. <laughs> yeah, uh, just take the gloves with you. But anyway, he 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 always he's always hanging around, but he doesn't really seem like he's he's working. Um, and then we we meet. Uh, oh shoot! Let me go back here to the full cast list because we also start to interact a bit with, um, with our, I don't know. Would you call this kind of like a, would you call her a co-lead so far? I think we were kind of making this out. Uh, uh, you referring to biz. A- Adri- yeah. A- Adria, uh, Arjona. So Bix, Bix Colleen. From what I've seen so far, I would say probably, yeah. Okay. And then we have her kind of like uh, square-jawed boy toy. Old, uh, yeah. what is it? Rashi. C- C- Cyril Karin. <laughs> or no, 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 not Rashi. That's, the, uh, that's his buddy. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mixed up. And his name is Kyle. <laughs> Kyle Solar. All right, yeah. Kyle. Um. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, anyway, so we, we kind of have this little storyline, but we also have another storyline. We have uh, the flashbacks, of course. Well, not <laughs> not not flashbacks yet, because, yes, we, we, we technically have then three storylines. Um, I was referring more to our kind of, like, investigator guy. Uh, yeah, our uh, Joaquin Jr. <laughs> guy. God, the more yeah. I watch these two episodes, the more he reminded me of Phoenix. <laughs> he he does kind of have that that look. What is his name? I'm not seeing him on the cast list, so he must like just look extremely different with the uniform. Uh, I wonder if it's this Noof, uh, Noof, Osalam or Osalim Osalam. Uh, that might, let me, let's, let's take, let's take a peek. Um, he's in most of the episode. Uh, I'm literally trying to like look at faces because like the picture, you know, his little headshot he's got here is like really, really, he very skinny face. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wilf scolding. Who is Wilf scolding? Why don't we know these things, man? We dumb. Because we did not prepare. 
nor is my video zoomed in enough to read the closed captioning of the names <laughs> God, as they dude, scroll through. You're, you're, you're a terrible, you're a terrible guy. I know. Oh, uh, let's see here, man. Yeah, and it's it's funny because like things really haven't caught up here. Like as far as the cast list, why why is this so bad? Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No. Okay, I was wrong. So that uh, Cyril. Were you Karn- getting the boyfriend mixed yes, up? Yes, I'm with getting him. them mixed up. Okay. Correct. I kind of wondered that's about what that. I'm, <laughs> that's what I'm doing. So yeah, this uh, Kyle Solar, uh, who's playing uh, Cyril Karn or whatever. Uh, that's kind of our overzealous uh, Ken doll officer. Do you um, like that his supervisor, like, spot on knew exactly what happened to those two guys and just straight up yeah. was like, yeah, they did it to themselves. They were j- kind of rude, <laughs> bad people, and I don't care. It's like, you know, I kind of hated those guys. <laughs> it was an accident. One broke his nose and died, and the other one shot himself in the head. <laughs> Yeah, that was kind I kind of did like how he's like, make them seem helpful, but not too helpful. Like, we don't need a huge news story about this. The Empire would not be happy to see crime rates growing up. Absolutely. But then we get a little bit later, and this is more on episode two, where we get our sergeant, who our overzealous <clears throat> sergeant, yeah. kind of like, there's pockets. <laughs> they're, they're I added some Minty piping Rebellion. and some... I added some piping and pockets. Well, no. Yes, you caught that. No, I was talking more about the sergeant who was like, you know, talking about like pockets of rebellion and they have to be oh, snuffed out. Yeah. But you're right. Yeah, it's like, did you alter your uniform? It's like, yeah, I mean, there's some like pockets and piping and it's pretty cool, right? You want one? I could sew you one. I have a life outside of this job. He seems like the kind what's of guy. Our, what's our organization? Do you remember uh, the name? No, nah, oh, okay. I don't remember it. It's, I, I don't know that that's all that relevant to me right now. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out later. I literally hated everyone in the organization, though, other than our <laughs> our leader who leaves, of course. The one guy with common sense funny. leaves right away. Well, it, it is it is kind of interesting. It's like, so what, are, what exactly are they doing? Mm-hmm. Do we know that yet? Because I don't know specifically what they're doing. Like, there's a shipyard... There's people going into somewhere with gloves. Like, what are what are we doing specifically on this planet? Well, it almost seems like it's setting it up as like a mining guild yeah, planet kind of, of yeah. some kind, which yeah. is also uh, what Cassian's home planet. What is it? Canari? Yeah, Canari. Yeah, that's what that was before the great well, disaster they talk about. <laughs> it wasn't his home planet. Yeah, he or lived was there it where the Lost point. Boys go? Maybe he was a lost boy. Mm-hmm. Didn't see any little fairies flying around or anything. Peter just never know. came back. That's right. <laughs> he did. Okay. So can I just talk about how, like, Bix might be the shiftiest person I've ever seen in my oh life? Oh, my God. Yeah. No, I she don't just... trust her one bit. Not one bit. No. She will eventually kill somebody. Oh, she's going to knife him. She's going to kill the boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. She's not just going to kill him. She's going to, like, knife him. Like, like yeah. slashy, like Wolverine something. Like it's gonna be messy. Yeah. Like she should it's be even... putting an episode of Supernatural and just like yeah. start killing people. You know, 
<laughs> it's funny, like, she's on the screen right now as you bring that up, but, like, just the way the actress moves her eyes around, constantly darting around, really lends herself to the character. Like, she's super in this role. She's yeah, pretty oh. shifty in real life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's, like, because the whole thing is, so she has a contact that, hey, doesn't he want to meet me? Well, yeah, you know, that they give stuff to. And, um... Yeah, she just she's she's very shifty. She's very secretive, and her her little boy toy boyfriend uh, is is um, he's suspicious. Yeah, he's a little overprotective. <laughs> yeah, he's also just kind of like uh, you know a tool. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't. I wouldn't say that. He, I would call him a simp. Yeah, that's what I would say. You know, a very unconfident sort of simp. He's like. But I like Shifty Girl. You leave her alone, Cassie and Andor, or I'll tell you. It seems on like you. every time you come around, she's mad. Every time, <laughs> like she, he comes around, her London London bridges want to go down. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, just throw it out there. That was it. Got kind of racy there a little bit in this up in these episodes with that topic. <laughs> A little bit for Star Wars, at least. There were some kisses, you know. There was there was some bed. <laughs> There's some awkward getting dressed. Make me coffee. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's it's on. How it's long on have girl. you been staring at me all night? <laughs> like I couldn't sleep. You were just so shifty last night. <laughs> all right, you, you want to talk shifting about shifting throughout the whole bed? I literally had no bed space. You were so shifty. <laughs> you want to talk about Isle of the Lost Boys? Sure. Yes, more Look, flashbacks because we cannot have Star Wars without flashbacks. Well, we you know we we had kind of um, we had kind of like wondered a bit about Andor's past. Like, what is it that you know puts him off like this? So one thing, we're not seeing any adults, right? We're seeing kids. Yeah, and we're seeing kids that look kind of like they're in flight suits or some sort of like jumpsuit thing mm-hmm. and With strange staffs that have like <laughs> they're like dart gun staffs as their weapons yeah very Clearly interesting native weapons like they made them from something yeah and they are Scrap speaking a language <laughs> right and they're speaking a language that they're not translating yeah which is interesting that's kind of odd I mean, yes, we have a few languages in this that they choose not to translate, but I think this is deliberate for some right. reason. Yeah. Um, and we do get a cut. We, we, I, I guess we could just tell the story because we are blending one and two together here. Yeah. So essentially, a ship crash lands on Canary. Mm-hmm. And the kids are going out to, I don't know, hunt for meat. Who knows? They're cannibals. They could be. Um, you know, we get them sort of like painting their faces, sort of like tribal paint. Um, they have their, their staff blow dart guns and, um, we kind of have Cassian sort of imitating the lead girl who sort of just had the one black strip down her chin. Mm -hmm. And so he does that as well. Um, and effectively we just, we go on the hunt, I guess. And our lead girl is killed. Um, there were two scientists. Yeah. Which was kind of weird, but the, these two guys apparent, well, one had survived the crash. It looks like the other was dead. And the one who survived just comes up shooting. 
uh, shoots the girl and then just gets darted all to hell. Yeah. Even though, like, she lifted him halfway up in the air before walking by with her staff. And I guess yeah. that didn't wake him up. But it was kind of a brutal-ish scene for Star Wars, you know. Kind of more realistic dead bodies laying on the ground. and Right. Obviously, her death was a bit brutal. A little out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're, you're, you're killing kids. And then all the kids kind of, like, they're going a little nuts and... And, uh, you know, carry her off. But even before we kind of go on the hunt, we sort of see the mining that's happened on this planet, which coincidentally, definitely a painting. That's like old school TV painting right there, which I appreciate in a way. It was just kind of kind of funny to see him looking off and what clearly was nothing. (laughs) There was nothing there. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, this sort of land of the lost thing, it's, um, it's interesting where are the adults, we clearly see to know this planet when it's brought up, (laughs) right? We clearly see that he has a mother because we meet her who, uh, uh, she is played by, uh, Fiona Shaw. Mm Mm-hmm. Who was also, (laughs) well, she was Aunt Petunia in the Harry Potter movies. Yeah. Uh, And among other things, obviously, but that's very recognizable. But she's um, she's been certainly been around the block. uh, Really enjoyed her role in this. I I thought that was really good. Her outburst was freaking awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Her little bickering matches with our droid, you know. Yep. Good stuff. Yes. And. As we kind of move more into the second episode, how'd you like the bell guy? What the heck is this oh bell guy, man? He's very serious about his bell ringing. You know, I got to love Star Wars that we can create <laughs> hyperdrives and explore space, but we can't figure out the technology to automatically ring a bell at the top of every hour <laughs> but you know what that is his life's career and he is sticking to it I don't know. Right. It, was, it was uh i think it was mainly used to kind of show that the planet we're on is a bit more <sighs> primitive's a harsh word i think but uh more practical you know they definitely do things without a ton of technology involved mm-hmm. um yeah, even Bix as a mechanic seemed like it was working on some older, crappier stuff. You know, there's definitely not a lot of money flowing through this city. I think that was kind of the point to be made. Uh, yeah, or at least for the common, the the, yeah. the common people, that much is for sure. Um, but but yeah, I mean, I I just I kind of thought the bell thing was was funny. Now, in the background, however, we have our kind of overzealous... He's a lieutenant, right? I think so. Okay. We have our little overzealous lieutenant, which coincidentally, if he survives, I think he's going to be like a bigger Imperial. Like, I think he'll move up and be like, kind of like that Hux, that sort of... Maybe end up like a moth or something. (laughs) Maybe. Like, maybe a major minor uh, foil. As we go along, because I we all assume that this will last at least two seasons, and you're gonna yeah. need some sort of foil here. Um, so maybe maybe he'll continue as kind of like the 
somewhat inept, but you know, smart enough, ambitious enough kind of foil. Uh, well, you definitely do get that Hux vibe on his kind of inability to interact with people. Yeah. <laughs> like, he well, definitely does not... Sh- he he doesn't have anybody's respect in this crew. Yeah, how'd you like his, his speech? Which we'll oh, get to that Oh, his speech was part. so cringeworthy. I liked the... Uh, just when he was talking to the three people about getting everything started, he's just like, come on, let's go. <laughs> yep. It's like, nobody wants to work for you. No, no, They're not, all complaining about all. overtime. Yep. How'd you like our uh, our... Oddly Scottish accented guy, yeah. The who gets sergeant. him ready? F- yeah, gets him ready for the speech. <laughs> yeah, he was sweet. He was he was the overzealous sergeant. He was like, yeah. you know, he he was having a good time. Um, but yeah, so that that whole thing. It basically, we've kind of identified Andor at this point. Yeah. Um, we had some basic features, and then the hostess girl or whatever who was working at the little brothel. Um, had I deed him? It's because he didn't pay later, <laughs> like she said to. Yeah, I don't think we paid Jack. You shit. pay at the end. That's kind yeah. of a weird comment. <laughs> that is right. You pay at the end. Um, but, but but my card, I have I have credits. <laughs> I have credits. I have three hundred credits on me right now. You want to <laughs> take them? Um, but so he's been identified at this point, and it was really d- down to his comment about asking about his sister and canary mm-hmm. and even though his mother had lied about you know living on like what fest or something like that yeah and so now he's conceivably on the run um one, one thing like i don't want to linger on this kind of stuff because you know it's kid show but you had kind of said it and it was more here in the the second episode when you talked about sort of like things getting a little bit more risque. Mm-hmm. Well, they got a little bit more risque in this. And I, I actually wondered when, you know, when creepy boy toy boyfriend was like just watching her as she slept, if it, <laughs> if they were just going to go full on like game of Thrones, just, Oh my God, boobs right. or something like that. You know what I mean? They didn't. I mean, they came close. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they put her pants on. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, but I, I did think that was, that was fascinating because like it, it is a departure from Disney in general. <laughs> yeah. For, from a lot of what Disney and Star Wars has done. I mean, it's not like full on or anything like that, but it, it's different. It's definitely yeah. different. It's a, it's a different vibe they're trying to cultivate here. Which is good. Cause they needed to, they have a lot of kids stuff coming up and it's about time we get something a little bit more. <sighs> I don't want to say realistic. I don't want to say gritty, but just sometimes the kiddish stuff kind of takes away, distracts from the show. Mm-hmm. This yeah, feels more like real more, life. Yeah, this a feels like more real life. life. Yep, yeah, exactly. Oh, but one thing I want to throw out there: our not evil, just blundering corporation has the stupidest ship I have ever seen in Star Wars. <laughs> Did you actually pay attention to the design of this ship? It is no, the most I didn't. It's like a pyramid on top of an actual ship. It's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> oh boy. I, I'm actually kinda trying to get there so I could see it again. It's like at twenty seven twenty four. Found it. Twenty seven twenty four. Okay. 
Let me let me get around. Oh yeah, it is stupid. It kind of looks like uh, like one of the pyramid ships from like Stargate. It's so bad. That's funny. Well, yeah. So anyway, I see the the landing gear on that. It's just like straight up four legs. There you go, four legs. Exactly. It's gonna look like a turtle. Yeah, that's what's gonna happen. So anyway, we do have, uh, you know, this force that's coming for, for Andor, uh, conceivably. And, uh, and yeah, Andor is basically getting ready to set up a, a meeting with uh, who we know is, uh, is uh, Stellan uh, Skarsgård. Skarsgård, who has yeah. spoken the least amount of lines he has ever spoken in Star Wars. I'm sure he'll talk a bit. Luthen Re- Luthen Rail, Ariel, Rael, maybe. Um, who is kind of lends himself to another character you shouldn't probably trust, just based on that interaction with that guy, the miner or whatever he is. Yeah, uh, no, well, a uh, propulsion guy. <laughs> right now, the the one thing is, is like I already have seen their meeting. Even before the series started, because it was in yeah. the preview, if, if you watched Rogue One at uh, at IMAX, so that you know, so I kind of you know vaguely know, and obviously we got some different parts from the um, the trailer where he is presumably some sort of like aristocratic guy, probably a lot of credits, and he's trying to maybe do the right thing, possibly. So, yep. That's the thing, and then we get our uh, drum solo, <laughs> and our dramatic walk through a scrapyard. Yeah, I, I don't know. It was it was very interesting, and and like I, you know, the visuals are fun. It's it is very very industrial, and you know maybe more like as I'm kind of watching this a little bit closer here, maybe this is just literally a scrap planet. Like they're they're just re kind of like uh, Cal Kestis is working. At yeah, the beginning yeah. of um, of uh, Fallen Order, so maybe they're just scrapping old ships, you know, for the Empire or something, and that's just kind of their trade. And my God, five and a half minutes of credits. There, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just now yeah. realized that. Why? Why? Because. So, you ha- so you have to know. How many minutes was this episode? Was this that was the... thirty-seven? So thirty-two. Yep. <laughs> 32. We got a half hour episode and it was not a dense episode for sure. I mean, no. A lot of exposition, so a lot of not getting around to anything happening. Uh do you want to go ahead and hop into ratings? I think so. Let's just do we'll do episode 1 first, go through that and we'll do two after that. So what what's your episode 1 rating and why? Well, honestly, my rating for both's going to be pretty similar, so I'll just kind of hit the key points on both episodes. That's fair. Um, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say setup for anything's very strong. We don't really have a great idea of what's going to happen, um, or what the stakes are. They're definitely setting it up, obviously, for the first three episodes to be its own condensed story within the series, which I'm getting tired of personally, <laughs> especially when Star Wars tries to go episode to episode stories. But uh, that's really the only negative I'll say about it. Um. Visually, I I like the show. Uh, Sound is good. Intro is good. Music's good. Acting was all in all very good. I 
I said it earlier, I can't really think of uh, any acting that I didn't like from any character, even down to just our uh, our bartenders and our bouncer. Like, everything was well done. Um, it doesn't get me super excited for what's to come. Obviously, you know, I'm going to try and get to episode three as quickly as possible, and maybe that'll change, but... Um, I'm okay with it being a slower show at this point, so that might change over time, but yeah, not bad at all. Um, decent show, and it's definitely a change of pace from what we're used to with Star Wars, a little more adult themes, uh, a little more tragedy, obviously, going on, so excited to see what's happening with Andor pre-Rogue One, and I'm not going to give it the same rating for each. I thought episode one was a little better, a little more substance. We'll go with uh, 7.5, We'll do 7.6 out of 10 for episode one. Okay. And 7.4 for episode two. Okay. Okay. Harsh. Harsh, man. Why, why are you having so harsh? I feel like I've been a little too generous lately with some ratings. No, I mean, I, I think that's... Uh, it would have been a higher rating if we had a little more anticipation and setup for the story to come. I understand we're only two episodes in, but when you have a three-episode arc right out the gate, I expect a little bit more exciting things to happen when you just throw that all at me. Sure. And, I mean, re- realistically, you know, we're not talking about episode three today, so there might have been, you know, some more that we could we could have plugged in there. But just strictly looking at these two episodes, that's, that is, uh, I think I think, fair. Um, so for me, I, I'll say, you know, one, I, I really enjoyed what we got. You know, I, I like the direction we're going in here. Um, I'm, I'm still a little bit blah about the, the way, you know, Disney is choosing the structure series. You know, I, I just don't understand why the, the fluctuating times and, you know, it, it, it doesn't it doesn't really hit as hard for me when they do that, because, again, this just feels like you should have done a one hour entrance show and then you just get into your episodes and pick a length and stick with the formula. Um, so it's definitely a little bit more free form, I suppose. But I think that episode one set up really, really nicely what we're going to see here. And I like it. I mean, I, I, I really enjoyed the grittiness of it. I enjoyed the fact that we're setting up Andor as potentially a guy who's not a very good person. I like uh, Bix and her shifty eyes and, you know, kind of hope to see maybe some more um, substance there. Although on the IMDb, we only have her listed for four episodes. So who the heck knows uh, what that's going to be? Um, I mean, my God, we have Alex Ferns who plays a Sergeant Coztech with 11 episodes. <laughs> I mean, what? What? <laughs> okay. So maybe, maybe, yeah. And again, IMDb lies to us too sometimes, um, you know, for the sake of the show and what they think are spoilers. But <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed what I saw. I, I kind of enjoyed the, the, uh, I just enjoyed the feel of it. it. It felt really good, but I'll tell you this much. It definitely feels a bit like Blade Runner. It, it feels like mm-hmm. Harrison Ford, Blade Runner, post-apocalyptic post-apoc- world. Um, 
but it, it's, it's kind of fun. And I, I think that one thing, you know, people are either going to love or hate about this is that one, this isn't force. This isn't, this isn't the church of the force here. This is, this is conceivably the birth of the rebellion. This is mm-hmm. very much average people doing bad things for a higher purpose and people doing bad things in the very beginning here for really potentially no purpose except their own. Um, so I, I do think that there's going to be people who won't see this as Star Wars and, and might write it off. But like we said in the beginning, I'm really kind of fascinated because the scores are pretty good. Average tomato or average tomatoes. <laughs> Maybe that's what I should call it now. Average tomatoes, rotten tomatoes, Critic score eighty nine percent, audience score eighty two percent. Is that for episode one or that's the series for, as a whole? for the series? They, they, okay. they, I don't know if they break that out like that, or maybe they do, maybe they don't. But anyway, I mean, oh, hold on, here we go. That uh, might have been for an episode. I wonder, was that an episode? No, it just says Andor. I don't know. There are two pages because okay, so here's one page. And then here's another page, just season one, which has 91% critic and 82% audience. I see. Season one's okay, but overall as a series, it's a problem. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not 100%. Uh, let's see. Okay, here we have individual episodes. Do they do that? Just critic. They don't... Uh... Hmm. Okay, they so just go crit- with the whole series for uh no 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 they have individual episode scores but it just look at, looks like for now it's just it's just the critics gotcha um, so episode one ninety two percent episode two ninety percent very low amount of uh-huh. ratings so so let's let's bounce let's bounce over to where I actually like to look so Andor um and. Andor, Andor. Oh, you jerk. I hate your sight sometimes. So Andor as a whole as a series right now is carrying an 8.3. Episode 1, 7.5. Episode 2, 7.5. Get this. We're not even reviewing it right now, but just to create bias. Episode 3, 8.7. Ooh. You are referring to IMDb, correct? Correct. Yes. And these actually have a decent amount of reviews. 3,300, uh, 2,600, 2,600. So, like, this nice. is this is where people review stuff. Now, you can yeah. get review bombed just as easily here as anywhere else, but this is where I like to look. So, well, anyway. Considering we were kind of worried about the show just not getting any traction and views, that's a good start. Yeah. It's decent. Yeah. So, what I would say is episode one, definitely better than episode two. I like the, the vibe that they created with it. I'm going to pump that at an 8.1. Because I think okay. it was, I think it was good. Now, could it have been better? Perhaps, but I actually liked it. I, I think it was a good introduction. Episode two was a little bit fillery to me, kind Need of like an extra uh, scene. <laughs> yeah, 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 extra ten minutes or something like that. Maybe just extra juice, but it's it's basically just setting up what will happen in episode three, which is conceivably what I watched in the IMAX, which will be our confrontational scene. Mm-hmm. Um, so 8.1 for episode one for episode two. I'm going to go ahead and just 
get eh, bring it back down to earth a little bit, and I think I'm going to do a seven point seven on that one. Okay. And I and I think I'll I think I'll be pretty happy with that. So uh, hey, you know what we should do What's for the very that? first time, and we've <laughs> we that is something that we've never done, dude. Hit record. Did you hit record? Oh no, I've been recording. I definitely looked. <laughs> you looked. You looked. I definitely looked. <laughs> no. What we're gonna do for the very first time is we're gonna create a sheet and we're actually gonna track this. Oh my god. We're gonna no, do it. Don't contradict future us. No, 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 no. <laughs> we're 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 gonna do it. Uh episode one, two. Hey, look, I'm doing it as we speak. We'll put Darth Austin. Hated it. <laughs> yeah, so no, this is this is good. This is good. So what what did I give it? I gave it an eight point one for episode one and a seven point six for episode two. What were your scores 7. again? Seven point seven. You already forgot your score. It was seven point well, seven. Okay, well it's gonna be seven point six because I already wrote it down. All right, so okay. what are your scores? I'll change mine to seven point <laughs> Come on, what are your scores? Uh seven point six for episode one and seven point four for episode two. Okay, look at that. It's in an Excel sheet. I could probably even share this you with you. I would say, because if you're going to call me out, I'm going to call you out on your next one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll work on that. When, maybe when we're we'll... on episode eight, it's like, oh, I feel like I gave like episode one an 8.5. No, you didn't. Dude, I'm telling you, this could be the wave of the future. We could do yeah. retrospective so much easier here. I'll, 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 I'll play with this, and maybe we'll put it online so that we can, or like Dropbox or whatever, so that we can take a look at it, update it, and all that good stuff, and then actually have something to reference uh, later on down the road. Now, if only we had done that with Rogue One. You should just throw that up top and try <laughs> and remember your it. score and put it on <laughs> I don't know. We can go back. We can just yeah. do it again. I mean, who cares? It's our show. Uh, so, so, folks, look, uh, that, that was episode one, uh, one and two of Andor. Uh, we will be back next week for episodes three, three and four. four. Um, and then oh, back to normal. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you enjoyed the, uh, you know, the premiere here um, and also the episode. Uh, you know, be sure to, you know, let us know. Let us know what's up in your world. So uh, at TC Plan Podcast, Twitter, Gmail, uh, Twitter, Facebook, I'm, <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm zapped today. Or you can send us an email to TC Plan Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, just for the interaction, let us know what you thought of these episodes because we we actually would love to hear from you. Um, but yeah, what else? Anything else we need to talk about before we roll out? I do believe we are ready. All righty. Well, we are going to go ahead and roll out. Transforms and, and roll out. That's right. We've got an important football game to watch, so hopefully you enjoyed. But there we go. <laughs> but that is it for this week. So y'all have a good rest of your week. And as always. May the force be with you. <laughs>